I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the SC Report for Round 16, where it's rugby league from exactly one angle, and that is NRL Supercoach. JT here on a solo pod again. Uh, it's a short and sharp week, so I figured it'd be a short and sharp pod. So you just got me to listen to over the course of the next half hour or so. We're going to go through all things Round 16 bye week. Been a couple of uh, hairy ones thrown at us in the Teamless Tuesday news. A couple of people not making the bus. Origin throwing up the usual headaches. Uh, go through a little bit of a buy sell hold at the end. Captains and vices, uh, but it's been a big week at Supercoach. A huge moving round last uh, round fifteen. Seventeen fifty thereabouts was the high score for the week, and uh, that included a loop, wild Garrick loop, of which I used as well. Sat on a fourteen twenty. All it was good for was sending me just into the top 10K. So slowly but surely climbing. Hopefully you found yourself on the right end of the scale last week. A quick shout out to a couple of people. So Lakey is getting a well-deserved holiday, I think, somewhere in Portugal. I know he was trying to parlay, uh, I think, a US trip in there. Um, either way, I've had to send him some emergency funds to make sure he can get uh, where he needs to go while he's over there. Hope uh, if he is listening in, it's all uh, all the best to him over there and keep your supercoach side, uh, keep the powder dry because I think, yeah, you've got a fair bit of, uh, fair bit of movement in those rankings. Uh, shout out also to Nick Kirkup, I think on a honeymoon over there. He's been sending some wild 2am uh, snaps of himself with cocktails and watching the game. Uh, somewhere with a beach, somewhere that looks cheap. Uh, but, yeah, absolutely frothing the KP and Reese Walsh combination last Saturday night. I think he's into the top 500. So good to see you still flying along, Kirk, up. Uh, hopefully, like you do every year, don't start paying too much attention. I think the key is uh, less involvement, the better. Uh, who else? We've got Lange, or Wenon, I should say, uh, the secret code. Wenon is outside actually working. It's kind of a throwback to the glory days. I'm recording, recording in our little work booth here like we used to. Uh, back when the old welders' dogs were sending us carton after carton, of which I got a, a couple uh, whenever Wenon, the godfather, would grant me some. But no, it's a throwback to the good old days. Um, and I think everyone's doing pretty well. Surge, Surge Buster Joe. On the playbook's doing pretty well. Wilf had a bit of a shocker, but uh, yeah, he'll, uh, I'm sure, claw his way back. Stalsy flying along. Uh, speaking of, he was going to be my backup for this week's pod, but he's pulling double duties with Lakey off holiday and, and sunning himself. But uh, Stalsy's doing the late mail. He's doing teams. It's all happening. Even threw up trade talk on the site this week. So thank you very much, big fella. But yeah, as we said, big week last round. Hopefully you came through relatively unscathed as we get into the round 16 talking points. Pretty exciting. The Cowboys on the first game of the round. I guess we'll go through the highlights. We won't go through the full team by team news, but uh, I guess the big one, Tamalolo, or big one for me anyway, Tamalolo back at starting lock, fallen 
on some pretty hard times in Supercoach land, but got a fair bit of time off to get that, uh, I think it was the knee right. So he's back after a long time, 500k or less uh, when he's now back in the side. And you've got big Jake Granville starting, starting number nine. Uh, winding back the clock every single week. And club debutante Sam McIntyre filling in in the 14 jersey. Actually played hooker for the Titans in his last two games of last season. So I suspect that will be the rotation there. But looking forward to some wild Jake Granville passes. It actually won us a comp. If you think back, and I've watched the grand final replay 7,000 times, if you haven't, uh, watch that final play where Kyle Feltz strolls over because it all comes on the back of a wild errant to the ground. Jake Grand will pass out a dummy half. Uh, love your work, Granny. Thank you very much for 2015. Uh, nothing else really for the cows outside. You got, uh, well, you got game, well, the second game is this time around. Uh, but you got Semi Valame, who started obviously brilliantly with three tries. You also got Zach Labutt in that centres. Uh, these are likely to be, well, I'm not sure about Valame, but Labutt anyhow will be a temporary one until Big Val and uh, Taolangi are back. Not sure what to read on Valame. It'll be good to get another game into him and just see how that mix with Cole Felt goes. Not sure which side of the field they're going to be on or that kind of thing, but interesting times for the old Cowboys. Uh, for Penrith, I guess probably the one we were sort of expecting but not sure on, but Stephen Crichton is in the 18th man jersey for the Blues and isn't named. So sometimes they release him. Didn't do it for, or Billy Slater didn't do it for Tommy Dearden, but uh, yeah, it looks like Stephen Crichton taking the uh, taking the knee on this one, so will not play. Um, otherwise, the usual suspects all out for Penrith, but they still got a pretty damn good side. It's a, it's a uh, tough one to to see what's going to happen Friday night up in the Ville. But, yeah, we'll see. The next game, well, actually, I don't know what the next game is. I'm just going to read out the next uh, couple of big news. And I guess Billy Smith, a bit of a – well, he was late scratching last week with the sternum. Injury, he has been named, thankfully, because I need the number this week. Uh, you got him named and Manu at fullback. Uh, so you got in the halfback jersey, Sandon Smith, who's uh, been off the bench and scoring pretty terribly. He's 200.8K. He's only at halfback. Or, sorry, he's halfback, fiveback, dual, but yeah, should just be a temporary one while Teddy is in origin camp. But Manu at fullback, that is always uh, big news for Supercoach. We know he loves hogging the ball and taking about 50 runs. So good to uh, see him back there if you do own him. Ryan Madison, interesting one, coming back into the Parramatta fold, but at 5'8". So obviously a bit of a shuffle around. The forwards are pretty consistent there, but without Moses and D Brown, it's going to be left to Matto and uh, Dejan Arsi, who played pretty well last week against the Dogs, admittedly, but not sure what to read on Matto there. He's 694K, second row only, break even 101. Found one game from him back in 2019 where he was in the sixth jersey. I know he's been moved there throughout his career, but he did score 74 there against the Chooks, no less. So uh, not sure what to make of it. Wouldn't be jumping over uh, myself to get him into the side just to see where he's going to land. He did play a lot of time off the bench, still scoring pretty well. But Maddo, uh, high-priced second rower. And to be fair, not a lot of genuine gun forward options this week. So he is one and he is back. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Ellie Katoa and Greg Marju were scratched. Katoa, we sort of expected, had a nasty eye cut last week. He's out. Tough news for those that have held. Uh, got a 12-point game, I think, last week and now not even named. So really... Tough pill to swallow there. But Greg Marju didn't make the bus. Uh, not sure. They have some high standards in that Newcastle camp, uh, if you're not Kalen Ponga. But if you miss the bus, yeah, you're gone. Uh, interesting or ironically, Inari Tuwala, his replacement, actually got stood down for the same thing last year. 
did only miss, or Tuala did only miss the one game for that infringement. So I suspect Maju, given how well he's been playing, kick up the backside and he is back. So hold fire on the tradeouts just for now. Hopefully Adam O'Brien sees the error of his ways and brings him back in because he's been one of the night's best, it's safe to say. Um, otherwise, team lists fairly standard. I did have a quick look at some on-the-bubble cheapies, so the guys that played two games. Uh, I did mention Sanded Smith already, wouldn't go near. Uh, Jack Cogger, I guess, interestingly enough, 286k, break-even of 38. Did have a pretty good game when he filled in for uh, Cleary in that injury one, a little bit quieter last week. But if you're desperate for a cheap option at halfback, you'll get him for another month while Cleary sits on the sideline. Dylan Lucas for the Knights, 208 k center wing only, break-even to 19, spending a bit of time off the bench, but uh, finds himself in at the side again. Not much to love there. And Junior Ponga, he's in at the moment for uh, Swali'i for the Roosters. So break-even of negative 8, 265k center wing. Not sure what they're going to do with Swali'i when he's back. I'd suspect, given the caliber of player, he'll make it in there, but geez. Shooks are going absolutely awfully at the moment. Not sure what to make of them at all, but yeah, if you have to get a cheapie in this week, uh, potentially him. We'll go through some other buys later in the round. But to round all that out, I think most players, most Supercoach players should have near to a full quota of uh, players this week. As we know, you only need 13 scoring. I see, I mean, my own side's got 15 at this stage, but having a look to next week, you got the Sharks, Doggies and Tigers all on the buy. So it's going to be a really tough week to fill if you've got, you know, Hines, you've got some of the Doggies like uh, Burton, if you've got the Tigers, Brigade, you know, Buller and that kind of thing, Bateman. It's going to be a real tough week. I actually flicked forward and I've only got 15 next week. So without, uh, yeah, without going too hard this week, I think it's got to be one that you look into the future. So I think 16 and 19 should be okay. I think I'm pretty set for round 19 at this stage, pending any uh, people failing to get on the friggin' bus. But round 17 could be a tough one. And I know that if you have a look at it, if you've got 15 players and we're only scoring 13 here, maybe you get rid of a you know 15 or 20 or something from a dud centre wing. But outside of that, I don't think you're saving yourself or you know boosting yourself that much. And if it's sacrificing having a full quota next week, that's going to really hurt you. So if you miss an entire player, as I did the week after Origin 1, uh, yeah, big uh, yeah, big calls to be made. I um, was kind of a late scratching with JMK, I think, that did me in uh, those couple of weeks ago. But I think it's safe to say this could be a good week to look ahead. Make sure you got coverage for Round 17 because I think backups from Origin and all that kind of thing, we know it throws a few spanners. So... I think you can safely take a 12 or 13 man squad through this round pretty comfortably, but next week I'd be keeping a definite eye on. All right, let's take a quick break, come back with some buys and sells. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, you know, I'm never alone. I've got big, uh, bad, geez, what is your name again? Big, bad, Bazza in the studio audience here, studio audience of one. All righty, some buyers for this week. I think I've gone through the list here. Let's start at the top, uh, hooking rotation. Tough one if you've got the likes of Reese Robson, who was a call into the Origin squad for game two. Harry Grant's obviously in there. Damien Cook in the camp as well. Uh, and Marshall King not playing this week, but also an injury concern, potentially longer term. Going to be a pain management thing. It's a pretty dire state of affairs up in the uh, the top of our Supercoach sides. Having a look through, there's really not a lot of options here. Uh, Blake Braley for the Sharkies will play this round, won't play next. But in terms of mediocrity, he's probably that with a capital M in his scoring this year. Uh, Mitch Kenny has got a decently low break even for the Panthers, but yeah, you're not going to be doing yourself much favours bringing him in and, you know, with a, a run home to consider. One name I did see and a lot of people trading him in, uh, Jake Simpkin will fill in while Appy Corusol is out for, I think it's round 22. He's uh, slated to return from a broken jaw last week. Simpkin came on last round, uh, got some attacking stats, got around 70. Uh, I did say, uh, who was it? Mitch Kenny was mediocre. This guy probably fits that bill as well, but a negative 22 break even. Coverage for the next uh, few rounds should uh, misses round 17 but plays round 19. Not the worst option. You've, you've got a couple of those uh, high-priced guys in your side who are going to be missing a lot of games. Simkin will cover you for that, make you some cash. One, if you've got trades up your sleeve, but if you're just bringing him in to bring an extra number to your squad this week, I don't think you need to. Uh, we'll make you around 100k or so, but uh, you've got to stack it up. Is it worth it in the long run? Keep an eye on him. He's also got a debutant hooker uh, in the 14 jerseys and not going to play 80 minutes. So if you're expecting a you know 60-plus point games from Simkin for the next month or so, you're probably going to be disappointed. But, yeah, an option there at that sort of low price, low break even, pretty risk-free. But outside of that, really wouldn't go near hooker at this stage. I'd keep an eye on uh, you know the bigger guns coming in next week. It was tough not owning Damien Cook last week and owning bloody JMK with that 17-point game. But, yeah, definitely definitely looking to make some moves going forward, but this week not looking great. For the forwards, front row, it's very hard to touch. I think if you you know don't have any coverage this week, safe to say you can move on to next week. You've got the likes of AFB, Tarpanay, uh, Payne Haas, all those sort of guys. No need to make moves in that front. I haven't even really looked in the front row rotation this round would just be steering right clear of that. Second row, I mean, I've seen uh, Britton Nicola is fairly popular. He's been one of those guys that I expected to uh, perform a little bit better over the last month. Safely not owned him, but again, he scores. He's got a very high floor. Uh, Sharky's had a horrible game last round, but he's still got 55 or thereabouts. So we know what he can do on his day, and with a point to prove, I guess the Sharkies at home this week could he be in for a big game. I think if you got Teague Wilton, he was uh, pretty handy last round, but did get subbed off. So not sure whether the rotations are going to be thrown out like that going forward, but uh, if you are going to a Sharkies forward, Nicola is probably a guy, but fairly, uh, fairly high-priced. Otherwise, not really a lot to love 
at second row either. Uh, in fairness, I think most of us are pretty comfortable in that position so far. If you've got, uh, you know, Johnny Bateman, if you haven't picked him up, he's probably worthwhile as well. Uh, Jacob Preston, a lot of people have held on to him and, you know, fortunately he's just keeping on kicking on. But otherwise, yeah, not a real lot uh, in the front in the second row brigade that uh, catches the eye for me. So again, like the front row, I'd probably just be holding fire and uh, saving the trades if you uh, don't need to boost your full side. Jermaine Hopgood, uh, I guess one option to talk about there. We know Parramatta cover some pretty good rounds over the next month or so. He just keeps on keeping on. So 62 last week, didn't play the full game, but he's not always going to do that. He'd be the other option there, but yeah, these guys are, are pretty highly priced. Uh, if you've already got a stack of Parramatta guys in your side, I'll probably forego Hopgood, but going to be a good number to have for you this week. Um, Ola Kawatu did have a sneaky look at him. I think he's been far from his best so far this season. Uh, really fell off the cliff with that Jerseygate stuff last year and 532k for a player of his caliber seems like a good price, but you're just not seeing the consistent scoring. You know, there's 30s in there, there's 40. Uh, he'll, he's sitting around that sort of 50 point mark. And if you think long-term uh, run home kind of guy, I just don't think he's fitting that bill. So, yeah, not a lot of love in the second row for me in this round. So those are probably the three guys I'd be keeping an eye on. But, yeah, unfortunately, Katoa thought that he was probably going to come into that frame, uh, really sort of high attacking ceiling, but that eye injury has come at a horrible time. So it scratched him completely. Moving down to the halves, uh, it's an interesting play here because you've got Nico, if you own him, you've got a huge bonus here in that he will play this round. If you like me and also own Mitch Moses, it's uh, rough, but I guess one of them was going to make the side. Uh, so yeah, at least we've got one up the sleeve there. But uh, not a lot here in terms of plays. I think a lot of people might be panicking if they've got a uh, sort of Heinz um, Cleary combination, or sorry, I should say Moses and Cleary combination there, and they're both missing this round. Cleary, I can see uh, if you haven't already sold him, he'd be an easy one uh, to boot out this round. And a couple of options for me here. A lot of people go on Jerome Hughes, 590-odd K, had a huge round last week against a pretty dismal Sharkies outfit. But if you have a look at his year, it's just not been the usual Hughes uh, output that we'd expect. Storm haven't been there or... Uh, really in, in top flight for a lot of the year. So, you know, his struggles in Supercoach kind of aligning to how the Storm have been going. But I think it's I'd probably just be you know, aware of that, that he had that one huge round. But beyond this, it's uh, just two scores above 80 all season, including that one last week. Uh, plays in a stacked side, it's often hard to get points when they are on. you got Munster, you got Meany there. Harry Grant uh, doing good stuff from Hooker. So Hughes, for me, very much a short-term play if you are going him this week. Uh, I like it for the coverage over this round and 17. But a guy, if you've got adequate coverage for uh, next week and it's not going to hurt you to bring him in, I'll be huge on, on Matty Burton this week. You can play him 5-8 or halfback. We're talking halfback here, but 700-odd K. And you think about how we're saying Storm are going pretty ordinarily. Doggies aren't uh, or are way below that, if you want to put a label on it. And he is somehow just somehow keeping on. I don't know what it is. He's just finding confidence that he didn't have when I owned him at the start of the year. But by the by, but 702K, dual flexibility, break even of 75. 
We'll cover you for round 19, but not next week. So as I said, if you've got shortage of numbers for next round, it could be a dicey one to bring another uh, non-17 player in so far this week. But the results are there. He's just not having a down game. Uh, despite the doggies being pretty low on the table, he's finding ways to score. He's setting up tries, kicking 40-20s, combining well, and all in all, they're not overly affected by origin. So uh, did have a quick look. He has got a run home that features just one night game. So in the next however long until round 27, he plays one night game, and that's round 19 against the Bunnies. So Matty Burton, a lot of daytime games. The doggies are feeding off the back of that on occasion. We know the ball is easy to pass along and do all that sort of good stuff. And that sort of run home is going to, uh, going to come in handy. We know those late season games can blow out a little bit as it gets a bit hotter. As teams start thinking about barley. Uh, but yeah, Matty Burton doing good stuff. So you're getting him at a reasonable peak. But I think if uh, I was to choose between the two and next round wasn't a consideration, I'd go Matty Burton every day of the week. All right, 5 eighth. Uh, this one here, another popular guy, Caelan Ponga. Huge couple of games from him showing no signs of the concussion concerns and has ruled him out of ruled himself out from origin this year. So just has the Knights to focus on. And it looks to have helped him. Big game against the Broncos away from home last round. Unfortunately, couldn't get the job done, but sees himself 604k, 5'8 and fullback flexibility, break even of 29. He's going up. We know the concerns are there, but uh, I guess there's a HIA concern with everyone in the competition. So Pong has been uh, capable of dodging that the last couple of weeks, playing at his preferred fullback spot. So I think a, a relatively safe play comes up against the Knights this week. Uh, daytime game at home could be a huge one for him. So I think a lot of people uh, smartly moving on Ponga before his price escalates. Uh, it's safe to say there's, you know, Knights don't look overly settled. They've got this bloody Marju stuff hanging over their head. But they're still playing decent football and a lot of it coming on the back of Ponga. So Lockie Miller out of the picture completely. It seems to be back in Ponga's hands. So uh, I think a, a reasonably safe play to make this week. And I like the fact that you can move him down to fullback. A lot of people carrying uh, Jareem Buller, Clint Gutherson, those kind of guys, uh, should the need arise, should Buller uh, you know, stall or anything like that, you can comfortably flip Ponga down to fullback and cover him. But yeah, it's a... I think a, a decent play this round and uh, a captaincy option, which we'll talk about at the back end, but that always helps. And of course, Matty Burton did speak about him just before, but available at 5'8 if you need coverage there, as we've spoken about. Those are the only two guys I've had a look at. Uh, obviously, Brendan Wakeham for the Tigers plays a few, uh, will play, continue to be the focal point in attack with Brooksy, future Cowboy Immortal, out of the side for now with a hammy concern. I think he's back round 21. But yeah, otherwise, 5 eight's a bit of a cesspool for uh, scoring now that D Brown is out. Uh, who else have we got? Centre wing. It's played a lottery here. I've been okay at picking them uh, over the last couple of bye weeks. So, geez, I think I had, was it DWZ in the first round? Um, I said someone that went massively last week and we didn't bring him in. Uh, also said Tago, Tungo, and he got 50. So it is a bit of a lottery, this whole center wing thing, but picked a few names out. Top of the line, Nick Meany, 685K, uh, available at fullback as well. Uh, he's keeping on for the storm. We know Pappenhausen's seemingly nowhere near close to getting a run again in a storm jersey, but Nick Meany, despite the storm going pretty poorly at times, he's been, uh, he's been pretty high. So scoring... Scoring tries, kicking goals, doing all the good stuff from the back. Got a good deal of confidence. So I think you can safely run him in your centre wing despite the price tag if you've got the money. 
Um, another one, Joey Manu, so 70, uh, no, sorry, 543K for him. Flatlined a little bit over the last few weeks as the Roosters have, but I think the big thing for him is that he's back in the fullback jersey for at least one week. And it might give him the confidence, you know, steamrolling over some uh, middle or edge defenders and that kind of thing. We know he loves getting involved, getting his hands on the ball. Might not always lead to points for the Roosters, but doesn't matter for Supercoach. It's all in the score sheet. So break even of 86 for him, decently priced, uh, but again, comes with some risk because I guess he's been in such a pretty down kind of uh, form at the moment as the Chooks have. But at the calibre of side they've got, it has to turn around at some point. So maybe a, uh, a you know, free-flowing game against the Knights on a Saturday Ivo might be the tonic that they need, but those two guys are probably at the higher end. Some alternatives here. We uh, spoke about the lottery. These guys can go hot and cold on their day. Number one, I've got Jason Saab. So 459K, center wing only. Break-even of 28. Tailed up last week against the Finns. Uh, don't know that that'll happen every single week. It obviously doesn't have Tommy Turbo. This round, so you're kind of taking the punt that he'll finally get a game, a big game when he uh, doesn't have his father inside him feeding him the ball. But yeah, it'll be, I guess, a risk if you're wanting to take it and you don't have the price. And But I think center wing, to be fair, is fairly stacked for us for this round. Another one, Jacob Kiraz, 482k. Not getting the attacking stats. Has got one try in his last three games, but can't quite break that 55-point barrier. Still doing pretty good stuff for a centre wing that has a base of around 50. I mean, you're getting him at a pretty decent clip there. And as I said, for Matty Burton, got a lot of daytime games. So should that knee concern get shaken off, Kiraz could be at a pretty good price here. Break even of 57. Not an urgent buyer, but he's scoring around that mark. So hard to see him dropping too much. Jesse Ramian, the last one on the list here. He covers around 16 and 19. Uh, we'll have Hines playing with him as well so assuming Heinz doesn't make the game at three side but break even of 65 488k he's not going to be setting the world on fire he's not going to score 150 but on his day he can double up he can uh, contribute to the side uh, scoring he gets a bit hot-headed at times so that's the risk but Ramian in that Sharks back line that's uh, origin unaffected sub 500k uh, not going to go anywhere I don't think there's 65 break even if he's He's got a good big game in him. So I suspect if you back him this round for the Sharkies to uh, turn it around and you know, make a statement of it against the Doggies at home, this could be a, a good game for him. When the Sharkies are on, the back line just shares it around. So I suspect Ramian could be in for a good week this week with a uh, fiery Nico Hines in the uh, yeah, in the side. Uh, and finally, fullback. Again, not a. Uh, I think if you've got Buller, as most people do, he's uh, going to be a very handy number this week. An alternative, I guess, uh, Dylan Edwards, 697K, break even of 120, fullback only. Cows, Knights, Storm, Finns in the next four games. Does miss round 19, but hopefully got coverage up the sleeve. I really like him this week against us. And we saw what uh, Nick Meany did in a shellacking against the Cows a couple of weeks ago, and he still scored 90-odd. There are points to be had in this uh, against this Cows defence. Edwards, I suspect, could be on the back of a few of those this round, needing to step up in the absence of Luai and Cleary. So I suspect Edwards will get his hand on the ball in attack a little bit more often. Could be a bit clunkier given some of those outs, but uh, the Cows' D-line is not ideal at the best of time. So Edwards could go close to that 120 this round. If you're looking for a Buller alternative and you're off him because you've never owned him, Having a look at that uh, price that he's made, it could make you a little bit more sour on him. So Edwards at decent, 
uh, alternative if you don't want to go the baller option. Alrighty, uh, a couple of guys I'm looking forward to in the next uh, week. So there's a lot of options for round 17. As I said, keeping trades up the sleeve for them could be could be handy. Uh, AJ Brimson, probably top of that list for mine, by this week and in Origin Camp at 525k. Came back with a bang from injury last week. Scored a big one against the Tigers. Fullback 5-8. Break even of 58. And he plays every single game from here on. So if you're talking about run home options and you don't have to worry, game, week to week, play, uh, possible captaincy or vice captaincy option if the Titans have a similarly Tigers kind of opponent at home. Uh, Brimson's your guy. I feel like I run home with him every single year. Titans have those Arvo games where you know they're in out of contention for the eight and it's just you know, throw the ball around, the defense optional. He feeds off of that. So looking forward to uh, seeing how I can squeeze him in. Kaloa Matungi in origin camp as well in the jersey 19 but for the bunnies he's been killing it i think there was some angry people about a try assist that didn't go his way or something last round but uh yeah kaloma tongue just doing good stuff in big minutes for the bunnies don't have a lot of them in my side so talking of second row options not a lot this week but this guy's one i'm keeping an eye on for next round and beyond and then finally just jason Taumalola. So we said he's back this round. Keen to see how his output is. If he shows any sign that it's Taumalolo of old, ooh, I'd be tempted. But yeah, it's uh, safe to say it's been a long time between drinks for him. Alrighty, let's get to the end of this pretty quick pod with captains and vices. So this round, a couple of good matchups here that I'm focusing on. Callum Ponga against the Roosters as a VC. It's a three o'clock game at home. New trade-in, always do like having uh, either the blue or the yellow armband against their name. Good Arvo game as well. Knights go big at home, and Roosters have been absolutely terrible lately. So uh, keen to see how he goes. Safe VC play. Gutho against Manly at Combank. I mean, I'm not overly keen on this one, but I can see after the 120 last round and the fact he's got Arcee and Maddo in the halves, this could be one where he's the focal point in attack. And another left field kind of one, uh, Taruva against the Cows. We saw how Semi Valley may attack or defend it, I should say. On that edge where Truva will be running against, it's uh, safe to say this guy could have three tries in the first half if uh, defence is anything like it has been. So one of those guys, I do like VC in a, a uh, centre wing in some of these bye week matchups. Yeah, the, I mean, it's a free swing of the bat if you've got a full quota of, of 13 or, or less even. So, yeah, it's a... It's a, not a tough week, I don't think, to get a VC. I think there's a lot of options there. But captaincy, I think, very hard to go past one Nico Hines. Against the Dogs at home, Sunday Arvo dropped completely from the Origin side. The man will have a point to prove. Uh, tough loss against the Storm last week. He was throwing offloads that weren't going anywhere. He was turning the ball over, a lot of costly mistakes. And you just don't normally see that from him. So I'm backing him to bounce back in a big way here. Sharks at home, doggies, yeah, they just can't find ways to win games. So I suspect this could be a, a rampage from them. So keen to uh, see how Hines goes with the armband on him. Thankfully, wasn't part of the crew that had it on him last round because that uh, might have absolutely stung you if you had poor old Nico plodding about on your Sunday afternoon. Alrighty, that's been a pretty quick pod. It's a quick round. And uh, yeah, what do we got? Sub half an hour. Jeez, you're absolutely welcome. Maybe I'll go join Wenon on the uh, accountant's floor and get some work done. But great to have your company again. It's been JT. Looking forward to some good footy Friday night, 8 o'clock, Cows Panthers. Grand final, absolute preview if I've ever seen one. Love to have your company. We'll chat to you next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.